Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 276 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook. Used to go live on Instagram, but the sound really wasn't working right. People asking, hey, you going to go back on Instagram? Maybe. I have to get the right sound uh, going. But as of now, the podcast will be live on Facebook Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Also available on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. So please, five-star rate and review. If you enjoy the video feature of the podcast, have no fear. Spotify has the video from tonight's episode. So if you miss it on Facebook, you want to watch it, uh, it's on Spotify. So look up Keep Moving Forward Podcast on Spotify, and you'll have the video. It's, it's very exciting. I'm excited about it, actually. I like that. I like that feature. There will be a bonus episode this month over at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Become a Patreon member. Uh, subscribe and get access to all the past bonus episodes as well as all the future ones over at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar is dropping new flavors. Regular peanut butter is back. I got a sample pack with regular peanut butter. Also got birthday cake puffs. They're winning me over with this marshmallow. I'm telling you that right now. Make it taste like birthday cake with a marshmallow. I'm in. Check it out. BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. You will save at least 10% off your order. Sail away coffee, the best nitro brew out there. Weather's getting warmer. Sit outside with a nice tall glass of nitro brew. A lot of ice is how I like it. Check them out. SailAwayCoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. You will save yourself at least 10% off your order. Anybody interested in Plexus, the benefits of Plexus and what it can do for you, check them out. Give me a shoot me a DM. We'll have a little chat. We'll talk about it and I'll show you how you can get hooked up. Definitely check that out. My buddy John Ziegler released his first comedy special this year called John Ziegler Getting My Affairs in Order. You can view it on YouTube for free. Find the link on his Instagram page. Go over to John Ziegler Comedy. Click the link in his bio. And if you're on Long Island this Friday, come and see me and John Ziegler and Jordan Louderback at the Hardigan House and Beth Page. DM me for ticket info and details. We'd love to see you out this Friday. You're in the Long Island area. Come check us out in Beth Page. It's the place to be. It's where the cool kids are hanging out. My dad's even coming. Poor guy has seen me do the same material for years and he still <laughs> he still comes and sees it. What is he? He's a supportive guy. Uh so just wanted to, to start the podcast off. You know, last week we I shared a lot on here. Um stuff that I didn't think I'd ever talk about with anybody, let alone in front of a microphone for uh many people to listen to. But uh I just wanted to thank everybody who reached out via text, Facebook, Instagram, um, Snapchat, really any any way that you can get a hold of me to, and just to, you know, make sure I was okay, tell me how much the podcast meant to them. Thank you guys so much. It's one of the reasons why I do this podcast 
and continue to share things like that is because it's just really a safe space, number one. And two, you know, I got a couple of messages of people going through kind of the same thing or went through the same thing. And that's my goal since day one. If I could help somebody, if anybody's in the same boat and I can give some kind of like, you know, just clarity to it or, you know, sense of, hey, I'm in this too. Then that that's all I really wanted. That's all I really want out of this. And so uh, just, yeah, thank you guys. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. It was a tough one last week. Felt really weird. Uh, kind of, I guess I'll show you a little aftermath. Um, I, I, my nerves are shot the next couple of days afterwards. It really, um, I like work myself into a panic attack uh, of what I said and thinking about people listening to it. Uh, so, but the feedback I got was very positive. And again, once again, I was happy that I did it. So, just was uh, a lot to get out at once. And uh, like I said, I'm happy that I did. Because, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I was actually su- not surprised, but I was happy to see that Major League Baseball has a green ribbon on their uniforms. I was watching the Yankee game yesterday with my dad, and I asked him, what is that? What was the re- green ribbon for? He didn't know, because usually on Mother's Day, they do like a pink ribbon. Father's there to do a blue ribbon. So I I Googled it and I was like, wow, there it's for mental health awareness month. And you know, I, I think maybe this month we'll focus a lot on that. Just as much, you know, because again, I didn't know. Shame on me for having um a podcast like this and not knowing when this happens. That's just another example of me having my head up my ass. Um, if you know me, that's usually where it is. And I should know these things as I'm planning podcasts out. But, and I guess I should have put two and two together when the Kevin Smith thing came out for May. But once again, head up the coma Sugiyama. So, uh, we'll just go forward, we'll move forward as the podcast says. Uh, but I do, I do want to talk about and I'm, I don't mean to laugh and joke about it, but um, just laugh, I'm actually laughing at myself. But it is a subject I take very seriously, uh, you know, especially coming out of the time that we did, being locked away for three years. Uh, I think that had a tremendous effect on people's mental health and well-being that I think we're going to see the repercussions of and the effects of for years to come. And I think it's more now important than ever, ever to have somebody to talk to. I'm not saying go to therapy. It's probably the, the best option, but I, I can't say that because I don't go. And after last week's podcast, you're like, why don't you? Um, I have tried therapy a number of times. And, you know, I'll take just as much blame as anything else for not going back. I always felt like they didn't believe what I was saying. Uh, I got frustrated with it. I heard things that I didn't want to hear and didn't process it well. First time I really went was after my mom passed away. I was engaged at the time. And the therapist 
wanted to meet with my fiance, you know, and she came in and we had a conversation. I don't remember really what was said. I'm, I, I do remember her just like, you know, my, my, to my fiance, just, you know, saying everything was wrong with me, you know, naming all the things she thought was wrong with me and found wrong with me. And, you know, I just took it as always. Uh, and after this meeting, she told me things about my fiance that at the time I didn't like. And the end turned out to be true. So, um, maybe I should have stuck it out. <laughs> I would have found out some things about myself I could have fixed. But I, I really didn't. And I, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I know mental health is more than just panic and anxiety attacks, but I'm I'm talking about my situations and my experiences with things and what it's really affected me lately. And I always like I talk about you know not feeling you know I don't say accepted, but like you know always feeling out of place until I found comedy and stuff like that. That was always um, a feeling that I had that I didn't belong anywhere. And I always felt better. I, I'm, I'm in a smaller group. I don't like big groups of people. I'm a homebody. And I don't know if that's, you know, that's just my personality. Um, but I really didn't have, start having panic attacks and anxiety. Probably until 2018, I think it was the first one I had. Really bad one that I I was I thought I was dying, um, and it seems like my, my my dad was going in for heart surgery, and like your mind starts like going a mile a minute. You, you know, my my dad came down and he said he went for a physical down. Like he, I used to live, they used to rent the bottom of the house, so he came down. He goes in, I had a physical, you know, and they found you know, my valve. Something going on with my valve. They might have to, you know, do some surgery, this and that. I'm going to go for tests. He went for the tests. And sure enough, yeah, they, they need to do surgery. So right away, the first thing goes to my mind is, oh, my God, my father's going to have open heart surgery. And then, you know, I, I lost my mother back in 2008. So I'm like, I have one parent left. Nothing can happen to this guy. What am I going to do? Yeah, very selfish. I'm thinking, about, like, you know, <laughs> this stuff. Uh, but no, I was... Of course, worried about my dad, and I started Googling symptoms of, like, a leaky valve. And they always tell you, don't Google things. And this is the point where I was probably a year or so on WW. I would lost over 100 pounds at the time, and I was feeling really good. I was exercising, but then I started thinking, like, well, I was overweight most of my life. I have to have something wrong with me. And I kind of worked myself into a half, like, nervous and scared for my dad, half, like, am I dying myself? And it all came together one day. I was just sitting on the couch with my my thoughts just going a mile a minute. And all of a sudden, like, I felt like my heart racing. I looked down at my Fitbit and my, my, my heart rate's like 168. I get, like, lightheaded for a second because, you know, I'm just, like, in a panic. And then I, I call my dad and I tell him what's going on. And he's like, can you get to your brother's? 
you want to call an ambulance? And I'm like, I don't want an ambulance. I don't want that scene. So I, I got to my brother's, my sister-in-law checked out my vitals and everything seemed okay. I was just, I was a little, a little nervous. Um, I went home that day and it happened the next morning. And I said to my dad, I think I go to the hospital. And sure enough, they did all the tests. Turned out to be anxiety. Second major panic attack I had was at work. We actually talked about this uh, over the weekend. My office manager told the story. Um, I was at work. Again, my dad was going through another procedure. And he was a doctor that day. And I'm thinking about him. And there's other stuff, too, going on in my life that I was just like, you know, everything, once again, half my brain's going about something the other half's going about something else and nothing's meeting in the middle and before you know it i can't breathe and i yell out to my office man like, i can't breathe and she's like what she comes running in i'm like going you know i'm sure i'm holding my chest I'm, I'm i'm short of breath uh she she calls my sister-in-law who's on the peloton and doesn't recognize the, the it's the number comes up private so she doesn't answer they called my dad, who's at the doctor, so he doesn't answer. They called my brother at the deli, and he's like, yeah, I'm not the one that usually handles this, my wife or my father. And like, well, we can't get a hold of him. He's, we'll probably just have to send him to the hospital. But so the, the fire department came and gave me my vitals, and my blood pressure was like 110 over 70. And the guy's like, dude, you're okay your blood pressure is better than mine and your mid panic attack. And he calmed me down. He's like, let me ask you a question. Do you have tingling in your fingers? And right away I'm like, yeah, I do. And he's like, well, that's normal. That's, that's anxiety. So what I did from these experiences, I learned how to kind of like, you know, see it coming on, deal with it a little bit. I'm sure therapy would help. And I'm actually, you know, I, I've played with the idea all the time. But it's 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 better when you can kind of like, you know, see it coming on and, and you know, dealing with it head on. And that's what I kind of have to do. And again, I've, I've talked about Tracy on here a, a bunch. My friend Tracy Carnazzo is a saint. She's put up with many of my incoherent rants, panic attacks and everything else. Talking me off the ledge, just saying, and this helps. And I say this to myself. And I wanted to tell everybody on the podcast, if you're ever feeling like, you know, things aren't a-okay, got a little anxiety over it, you feel like your mind's going a mile a minute, just say, I'm okay, everything's going to be okay, and say it over and over again, I'm, I'm, I'm safe, I'm okay, everything's going to be okay. And I say that to myself over and over again, and you start to believe it, and you start to get back into the moment. And, you know, at first, when this happened, I was I was scared to tell people. I was nervous to tell people about it. You know, because the stigma is, you know, it's something to be ashamed of when it's not. Especially men. You know, and I, I'm so glad that more guys are speaking out about this than ever before. And you even see, like, you know, I know you hate to use social media as a place to go, but you know what? There are positives and negatives of things. And some of the positive social media is there are a lot of guys out there talking about mental health. 
And there's a lot of guys out there talking about what they're going through. And, you know, the whole thing was like, you know, you I watched The Sopranos. And Tony, who suffered from panic attacks, his whole thing was he wanted to be the strong, silent type like Gary Cooper. You know, where you have that facade that everything's okay, you can take on the world, and nothing affects you. No, it's okay to be confident. It's okay to take on the world, but also just acknowledge the things that affect you. Deal with the things that affect you. Take it on. Become okay with it and and pardon the, you know, the, the pun, but move forward. And I see so many good things on, on and I, again, I'm praising social media. Call me stupid, but there's a lot on TikTok about guys talking about their feelings and talking about, like, you know, having to put up that facade for so long and now finally dealing with their issues. Because, like I said, it is, it was taboo for men to talk that way. It was, you know, they, you look down as weak and, you know, not strong. And I'm not saying I'm the most macho guy out there. I will clear I'm not. But there is that that part of you that wants to be that that way and doesn't want things to affect you and be like, I can take on it. Things don't bother me. Blows right off my, my shoulder. You know, I, I don't it nothing gets to me. But I've realized, like, you know, I don't know how other people are. When I'm like quiet, people don't hear from me for a little bit. That's when things are at their worst. So here's a practice we can get into because it is mental health awareness month. Just check in on your friends once in a while. I mean, it really does help. Just, you never know, like somebody getting a message saying, Hey, how are you today? You doing okay? Can I, can I do something for you? You want to get coffee? Some little, something like that could just really bring people out of it and snap people out of it. And make them feel appreciated and loved. And that's how friendship works. Both ways. And that's the other part I want to talk about as far as mental health for me and what, what, what helps me. So for a while, most of my life, I've let people, I guess, walk all, walk all over me a little bit. You know, take advantage of my, And again... It's kind of hard. I, I say this with a smile because I, I, you know, as unpleasant as I am, people do take advantage of my kindness. If you're my friend, I, I'm one of the best friends you'll ever have. I, I will do anything for you. And I let people take advantage of that. And listen, I'm, I'm happy to help somebody out and be there for somebody. And be an ear and a shoulder to cry on. Because I, I sometimes you need that. But when it's a one-way street. And people take and take and take and take and take. So there's nothing left to take and just that's it then. You don't need people like that in your life. And how do you find that early on? Just little things. You know, when somebody texts you, is it all about them? And when you try to say something like, you know, what's going on with you, do they change the subject back to them? Or they're like, just tell, oh, tell me about you for a second. Like, because they get out of the way, then they're going to talk about them forever. 
you know, I, I have people that come in and out of my life that, you know, that I'm there to be the, you know, the shoulder to cry on and to get advice from, and they get in a relationship and they forget about you for a couple of years. And as soon as that's over, they pop back up. And listen, that's on me too. That's on me letting them. But what I'm doing now is listen, I got I got my own thing. Either you're in or you're not. And if you are, awesome, cool. Then I'm in too. But if you're not, you gotta go. And that helps me with my head, with you know, I'm an overthinker by nature, and I will think something into the ground. And when someone's there, but they're not, and they're giving you just that little bit, and you start thinking about things, and it just drives you insane, they got to go. I had somebody who I was friends with. You know, I thought we were, we were good friends, and, you know, they leaned on me a lot during a tough time, which I was happy to be there for. That's what friends are for, right? Lord knows I've leaned on friends in the past when I needed it. So this happened. They found somebody new. I actually needed a near to bend and they weren't around. They dropped me like a bad habit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I ended up like deleting them off social media. Not because I was mad, just that, you know, listen, if you're my friend, then you're, it's, you know, I don't, you know, you're my friend. If not, whatever. It took them a while to realize it. And they finally, they sent me a message like, hey, did you delete me off Instagram and Facebook? I was like, yeah, I did. Because, you know, that's from my friends. And they're like, wow, I can't believe you don't consider me a friend. I'm like, well, would you? And I, I aired my peace out and they apologized. They were going through rough time. I said, so was I, you know, I was going through when you were, when I was there for you, I was going through a rough time. And I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. And they're like, well, I don't mean it. I said, well, to me, actions speak loud of the words. And that's when I said, listen, if you're in, you're in. Awesome. If you're not, you got to go. And like, no, no, I'm in. Yeah, And this person, that was the last I heard from him until I, po- I, I posted, I made a post when I bought a matching tattoo for my car that I have, I have the Bouncing Souls Anchors Away tattoo. And I bought that for my car. And I was like, me and my girl got matching tattoos, like joking around. And they were like, oh, you got a girlfriend? Being a yak, you don't, you know, a washwoman. So that was it. I responded back like, no, it's not. Don't hear nothing. So those people, that's it. They don't, they don't have a seat at the table. They're not invested in my life. They're not invested in, in what's going on with me. And where am I going with this? Because I, if you have these people around you that are just taking from you, it messes with your head, messes with your mind. You have nothing to give yourself and all others give to yourself i'm not saying don't be a friend don't be a good friend but be selfish too take care of you you come first and for me that's what i had to learn the hard way i mean it's easy now for me to cut people off and be okay with it 
In the past, I always felt bad. What if they need me? What if they did? They don't need you. They didn't need you for whatever time you were in their lives. All of a sudden, now they're going to need you? No, it's manipulation. It's bringing you back in. And believe me, I've been a lot happier since. My anxiety's been down since. Because you know, I'm not taking on other people's garbage. I feel better about me. Like I said, you want to... And just keep telling yourself this too, you know. People who want to be in, awesome. If not, they got to go. That's it. It's very simple. It doesn't, it doesn't cost anything to be a friend. It doesn't cost anything to be in someone's life. But also, remember that, uh, you know, somebody who's in your life and, and, and reaching out that way too, appreciate that. I'm very lucky. I have, a, I have a great support system. I have an amazing family. I always have somebody I could call on the phone and who's there for me. I don't take that for granted. Not everybody's as lucky. So find that, find that support system. It doesn't have to, you know, it could be people, like I said, I'm praising social media today because for its benefits. Maybe next week we'll talk about the downfall of it, but we're talking about the benefits today, uh, you know, things I like about social media. I mentioned people being open and honest what's going on with their mental health, especially men. And you could find your tribe on social media. I found amazing friends through social media. Meet your internet friends. I can't say it enough. I've said it a million times on this podcast. I'll say it a million more. Meet your internet friends. Find your tribe. These will be the people most like you. Because you have the same interests. You, you became friends and followers through the same interests. You have more in common than you will know. Believe me. Find your tribe. Lean on them. Some of the most supportive people are people I never met face-to-face. How's that possible? Because we all met through a common goal, a common, you know, interest, and we had a lot in common. That, of course, common interest, common goal, of course, we have a lot in common. Again, I don't know where the set's going. Anyway, I'm just saying. Use things for the benefit, you know, use social media for the positives, weed out the negatives. Same thing with people in your life. Bring people in that are going to be positive. You're going to be a positive force in their life. Weed out the negative. I'll say it once more before we go. If you're in, awesome. If you're not, you got to go. All right, everybody. I want to thank you for joining me here on episode 276 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. With me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico. As always, the podcast comes to you live on Facebook, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Always available at anchor.fm slash KMF Podcast. Always available also on iTunes where you can five-star rate and review. And watch the full video over on Spotify. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend, Nick, wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes. While you're there is new band Demon Scar releasing new music like crazy. Just dropped the bootleg, uh, the whiskey bootleg. They were live at the whiskey in December. The live album is available. Go to demonscar.bandcamp.com. 
Only one place to go for your deli needs this summer. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not because it's named after me, because it really is that good. Check it out. Finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you to everybody who joined us. Have an awesome week, and I'll talk to you later. Have a good one.